0: The West Live. The West West Live Live with Ben O'Shea. Last year, the Federal Government passed the Respect at Work Act. And as of Tuesday, this new workplace legislation comes into effect. And it brings with it some important changes. Joining me now to explain is lawyer and founder and director of EEO Specialists, Franca Salatena. Franca, welcome to The West Live. Thanks, Ben. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay, so can you tell us what the Respect at Work Act is and what does it aim to do?
1: Yeah, so it aims to um, change what we would have called a reactive duty on employers to a proactive duty on employers. It's probably the most significant legislation in this space that I've seen in the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, right. And so what does it specifically target in the workplace?
1: Its focus is on sexual harassment, so that's been the big focus, but it also created a couple of new definitions. So something called sex-based harassment and also hostile workplace environment. But broadly speaking, its focus is on providing greater protection for people who experience anything around sexual harassment or anything related to gender discrimination or behaviours
0: related to gender. Yeah, right. And so uh, I'm interested to dig a little bit deeper on something you said a minute ago, the difference between reactive and proactive. What's yes. the What's the changes there for businesses oh. in terms of their burden with this new legislation? Yes.
1: Yes, yes. Great question. So in the past, what happened was an employer could have done nothing in the space around training and protecting their employees related to these behaviours. And they would only get in trouble if an individual went and made a complaint to, for example, the Australian Human Rights Commission. So that's what was called a complaint based or reactive duty. What's going to happen from tomorrow is the Australian Human Rights Commission, for the first time ever, will be given the power to go into any workplace and conduct an inquiry or an audit. It's not based on someone making a complaint. So they can go in and say to an employer, show us what you've done. Show us what reasonable and proportionate measures look like in your workplace. And if an employer hasn't done enough, then the commission can hold them to account.
0: Mm, Wow, that is a big change. And so when when you're talking about, uh, you know, haven't done enough, what are some of the things that a business would have to do?
1: Yeah, so in August this year, the commission um, created these guidelines called positive duty guidelines. And in those guidelines, they've outlined seven standards that they expect an employer to do. These standards are more expansive than our equal opportunity laws have ever had in the past. And interestingly, they now align more with our safety laws. So they're looking at leadership, they're looking at what are the leaders doing to demonstrate that these behaviours aren't okay, both from um, putting time and money into prevention, but also in terms of their role models. What's their culture doing to foster an environment that's inclusive and diverse? And really focusing on gender equality, how are they then communicating this to their people? So that's all about that training space, that knowledge space, which is what we do at EO Specialist. But they also look from a risk management perspective, um, and they also look from a once it's happened, how are you supporting the people? How are you collecting data and reporting it and responding to it? Um, so it's. You know it's a lot bigger than the responsibilities have ever been, and now they 've got these seven
0: standards. Mm. what I tend to find when it comes to legislation is its effectiveness is directly proportional to how big the stick is that you whack somebody <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they don't stick yeah. to it so what what are the, yeah. some of the penalties that we're talking about here yeah. with this look, respected work act look,
1: that that's a really good question, and it's interesting because. When you look at the legislation, they they say they can do an inquiry um, and then they can issue recommendations or compliance notices. And it's like an escalating effect so that if the employer doesn't do what's in the compliance notice, they can then go to the federal court to get an order to then enforce it. So on one level, it doesn't look that big a deal. I've got to say the biggest stick is reputational damage. So in 2023 and beyond, you do not want your company name and sexual harassment in the same sentence. And the Australian Human Rights Commission have made it really clear in the media releases that they've been doing in the last couple of months that they are resourced up and ready to go into workplaces and conduct inquiries. And they have not been given this power to sit on their hands and do nothing with it. So I would be saying in 2024, you're going to see a whole lot more um, in the media with who the Australian Human Rights Commission have gone into, um, what they found. And if they have not found that as an employee is compliant, we'll be hearing about it. So reputational damage is probably the biggest stick.
0: Yeah, and so I think you're probably right that they'll be looking for some examples to be made. They will. Oh, they will. And so there'll be big, especially big companies, I imagine, will be really focused on this. Do you expect it to be uh, as much of an issue for for smaller enterprises?
1: I don't. And um, it's, it's good to see that in the legislation they've talked about reasonable and proportionate measures and they've actually identified that the smaller you are, the less that that reasonable and proportionate measures is going to look like. So they're definitely not expecting the same from a small organisation as they are from a big organisation. Um, so that's, I think that's good news. I, I'm, a small, I'm a small workplace myself, so they're definitely not expecting the same. And they've also identified that there's certain workplaces. So, so we know that there's certain workplaces that already historically... Um, are more likely to experience these kind of behaviours. And they've already identified that they're going to be targeting some of those types of
0: workplaces. Mm. And so generally speaking, before I let you go, so anything that that, uh, eliminates bullying, harassment in the workplace, a positive thing? So are we looking at this uh, in the whole as a good development for Australian workplaces?
1: Absolutely. I, I have been waiting for this type of legislation for five years. So I've been working in this space for 15 years and I've been saying for at least the last five years, a bit like what you said, if we don't have a stick, you're not going to see change. You'll always have a small percentage of workplaces that have always wanted to do the right thing. Um, But the majority need need a stick, they need a push. But can I also say they need a direction. Mm. You know, our old legislation said as an employer, you had to take all reasonable steps to prevent your employees from acting unlawfully, but they never defined in the legislation or guidelines what all reasonable steps look like. So even if you were an employer who wanted to do the right thing, you would have needed to engage someone like me, who's a specialist in this space, to find out what all reasonable steps look like. And so I've been saying, no, yes, we need to make them more responsible, but you've got to give them a framework You can't just say all reasonable steps and nothing else. And I think that's the big difference. You know, in August this year, the Australian Human Rights Commission released a positive duty guidelines. And that's where those seven standards have been written in it. So an employer now has real clarity about what it looks like. And and I think that is probably as significant um, as the Respect at Work Act itself
0: Yeah, I think it sounds pretty fantastic. And, Franca, you've been waiting for it. An early Christmas present for you (laughs) arrives tomorrow. Founder and director of EEO Specialists, Franca Salatena, thanks for joining me on The West Live.
1: Lovely. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver. They were there one minute, the next minute they were gone. They simply vanished. A gripping new true crime series.
1: To young girls, they matter to people.
0: Vanishing Cousins, Evil by the Beach. Watch it now at thewest.com.au forward slash vanishing.